Welcome to Trading Lords, your guide to the world of trading. I'm Sumesh, here to discuss trading psychology, risk management and much more. Let's elevate your trading to the whole next level. Alright, what is going on? So in this episode, I want to talk about the psychology of profit taking. When and why you should take profit. Or how should you even do this kind of thing, right? So, welcome. Today, we are going to talk about one of my favorite topics, the psychology of profit taking. Now, there's one key differentiator between winners and losers is winners will always let their runners run, while losers will let their losers run. Think about this, right? If you already picked a winner, if you are already in the green zone on a trade, you already picked a winner, you have done the hard bit, you have already chosen the trade, which can work. Now, what is happening here is you are micromanaging that trade by simply implementing your decisions in the middle of nowhere when you know you should be holding the trade for a little bit longer. Why? Because you're too scared to lose, right? So winners, let the runners run. They pick a winner and they keep letting the winner run, while losers will sell the winner too early and they will keep letting the losers run. All right. So I divided this whole little podcast into three different segments. So the first segment is we will discuss a little bit of psychological factors, why this happens. Then we'll talk about the impact of fear and greed, how does that actually affect us. And then we will talk about how should you go about profit taking. Okay, the things that actually helped me taking profits. So the first point, the psychological factors, I want to start off with disposition effect. Now, what is disposition effect? Disposition effect simply is we are totally thinking the wrong way. That simply means, that simply means we are thinking, oh, you know what? Nobody goes broke taking profits. So what do we do? We simply, we simply take winners shot off the table. And we let the losers run or we hold the losers. This is disposition effect. Disposition effect is when we do the opposite thing over and over again and that hurts us. All right. So what's the right effect? What's the right thing to basically do here is hold your winners and sell your losers. But most of the time people struggle in selling the losers is simply because they don't know when to sell the loser, which is basically a flaw in their trading plan, a flaw in their trading system. Okay, which is not the main point here we're discussing, right? So the second point, the psychological factor is overconfidence bias. What basically happens is people get married to their trading plan. They get married to their system. They're like, man, this has to happen. Or most of the time this happens when they are winning from five or six trades in a row. Now they're thinking like they're invincible and that gets hurt, right? You get my point? So the overconfidence bias will always hurt you as well. The third point is the herding behavior. Herding behavior simply means like, you know, the sheep is in a herd. I don't know if you get my point, right? So what happened is we see other person, say person A, and we're like, man, person A started trading exactly the same time that I started trading and person A is getting the success while I'm struggling. Now, there's two things that can happen. One person A, maybe he's just showing off that he's successful, but he's actually not. Or second, maybe he had a different relationship with the money. So if you have a different relationship with the money, that simply means that $1,000 to you is basically nothing than that compared to $1,000 for some other person, right? You get a point, someone sitting in a third world country, $100 for him is a lot of money. But for you, maybe $100 is not a lot of money. So what happened is, now because $100 is not a lot of money for you, you'll be able to invest the money 
and actually hold without having any sort of, you know, kind of micromanaging of you will be able to hold the investment for a long period of time because it's actually not affecting your pocket. So what happens when we are comparing our results with other people is most of the times what happens, the biggest reasons that I see is the relationship of money of that particular person you're comparing yourself to is a little bit different than what your relationship with money is. For example, you being married man, having a mortgage to pay, looked out, have to feed the kids, have a car payments to pay, your relationship to the money is going to be a little bit different than someone, 18-year-old kid, living with mom and dad, never had to worry about putting food on the table, has no kids. You see what I'm saying? $1,000 for you is a little bit different. $1,000 for you is a mortgage payment. $1,000 for him, it's nothing. You get what I'm saying? That's why you should never compare yourself with another person. And the last point is loss aversion. So loss aversion is simply our fear of incurring losses is much bigger than actually winning. When you're only thinking about, I don't want to take a loss, you will take losses. Your thinking should be, I want to take a winning trade. Where's the winning trade? What do I have to do in order to catch a winning trade? Do I have to sit down, wait for my setup, execute the setup to the best of my ability and go about it? Or I don't want to lose money. You see what I'm saying? So if this is you, the last four points that we discussed, this position effect, overconfidence, bias, hurting behavior, and the loss aversion, the only thing that can help you here is journaling. Journal your trade if you're this person. All right. Now, the second segment that I want to talk about is impact of fear and weight. Fear is one of those things which will never let you hold your trade for a longer period of time. Why? Because you do not want the trade to turn into a loser. Okay, so you won't be able to let your trade run for a little bit because you're like, what if it takes the money away from me? Whereas greed is a little bit different where greed is like, I don't want to sell early because last time when I sold early, it ran for another 100%. You see where, I, what I'm, where I'm going with this? So fear and greed are two different things. Okay, fear and greed are two different things. Fear will not let you hold your trade for a long bit of time. Greed will not let you sell the trade for a long bit of time. Now, where's the money? The money is somewhere in the middle. You have to be a little bit fearful. You have to be a little bit greedy. And if you can find the common ground, that is basically where the money is. Okay? So for better example, I would say is you have to control fear and greed by simply selling your position half and then holding the other half. So basically what I'm saying here is you have to be a little bit fearful. That's why you take half off so that your greed is only on the other half and you are scared of the, this half. You get what I'm saying? If you can do this for a longer period of time and sell half and half positions, you will be able to go to the next point, which is the rationalized approach to profit taking, which is the third segment where I talk about the trading system. To, in order to have a trading system, you're going to know what is your plan. Where do you going to use the system? What is the plan? What's the system? System is simply anything that tells you this is where your stop loss is, this is where your profit target is. Okay, if you have these two things, where's your stop loss, where's your profit target, then you have a good enough trading system. Okay, now sell half at your profit target, hold the other half with a break-even stop loss. Okay, this will help you let your whole, like it will help you hold your runners for a longer period of time and cut the losses. Okay, now this is one of the most important things you need to understand. All right. There's three things. Psychology, you need to be aware of self-awareness. Third is rationalized approach. 
only way to succeed in this game is double down on your winning trades, not doubling down on your losing trades. If you kept doubling down on your losing trades, you are going to turn into a person who never succeeds in this game. And if you want to succeed and if you want this bad enough, you need to change your system. You need to change your approach. You need to go think wisely about this. Think systematically about this. Remember, man, in trading, discipline and consistency is going to make all the difference for you if you want to succeed. Otherwise, you'll be just another dude who's trying to trade and loses the money and then says trading is a scam. All right, 95% of traders lose money. Only 5% of traders make all the money from those 95% of losers. You get what I'm saying? It's a zero-sum game. Someone has to lose for the other person to win. If 95% of traders lose money, that means all the money is going to the 5% that actually makes money. Now, you got to start thinking in a way, how does that 5% trader think? He doesn't have no special secret. All he has is a method. Second thing that he has is no ego. Third thing that he has is his beliefs that his system works. The fourth thing that he has is ability to control and be flexible in the market. And if you can do all these four things, you're going to be one of those 5% traders and you will be making money. Just remember, well, one thing, one out of every 20 traders going to make the money. Are you that one person? If you are not, may as well not lose the money that otherwise you're going to lose. Okay, just quit right now. But that is not why you're listening to me right now. The reason why you're listening to me right now is because you want to make a difference and you want to quit your shitty freaking job, have your family look well looked after, and enjoy everything that life has to offer. And if you're that person, this is why I'm, I make these type of podcasts. I take time out of my day to write things down, everything that I have struggled with in the past. I write things down that I think of how do I need to deal with it or how I dealt with it in the past. I write things down. I go back in my time, write stuff, how it helped me, what sort of things that helped me. And it usually takes me about one hour for every single podcast episode, kind of first thing I need to do is I think of ideas. Then second thing, I'll sit down and write a little bit on bullet point. Third thing, I need to record. Fourth thing that I need to send this to my editor to do all the edits because I swear a lot. I try not to swear in these podcasts. Fifth thing that we need to do is we need to post on all the platforms. So it will mean the really world to me because on podcast i cannot see how many people have listened to the podcast the only way to actually support this little thing and help the other person is if you can share this on your instagram stories just make sure you tag me k underscore capitals it will mean the absolute world to me appreciate you and i'll see you in the next episode that wraps up today's episode of trading lords join me tomorrow for more insights and more actionable tips i'm Sumesh. keep trading smart and see you next time